It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How much time till we're on? for a Monday night exciting day for Sports Day as we are officially global today oh, Matty Rogers Kia our new listeners Across the ditch in New Zealand on Auckland, 1476. Waikato on 954. Wellington on 711. Christchurch on 1260 AM in the Canterbury region. And Dunedin in 1206 AM in the Otago region. You would have played in a lot of these oh, areas. Yeah, yeah. All of as well as those on the SENZ and Fnatic app as well. From Northland and Whangarei to the Southland and Invercargill. Welcome, New Zealand, to the Sports Day family, Rat. Oh, it gives me a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. It's great, I, I isn't used it? to love traveling around New Zealand and visiting all these places. And I really got to know New Zealand when I played rugby and I got to travel to all these more regional areas. And um, yeah, absolutely loved it. Hello absolutely to my in laws, my beautiful in laws who are listening in Omaru via 89.6 AM. Mm, very cool. They might be nearly in bed, eight o'clock at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scotty Sattler and Matty Rogers for our New Zealand listeners. We're both former NRL players and Matty a dual international with the Kiroos and the Wallabies, but he also believes in aliens as well. So, um, he'll hear a little bit more oh, about that. Oh, I sent you a video today. Oh. They reckon the amount of the galaxy that we've searched yep. for aliens is, uh, oh. is, consist- is, is consistent with getting a cup and scooping a, a, a cup of water out of the ocean and saying whether or not there are fish there. And there's not going to be any fish in your cup, right? Oh, God. They're out there. Too much. Too soon for any yeah, yeah. <laughs> To our regular <laughs> listeners through the Super Radio Network, thank you for joining us once again, 1170, 6.93 a.m., 16.20 on the Gold Coast, on the app, and also the podcast. Welcome to the show. Massive weekend of rugby league, massive weekend of cricket, Huge weekend in the UFC. So much going on oh. across the weekend. You can get us on social media also, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. And thanks to our partners at Kia. They're the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023, of course. That is about to start. And World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Now, text in at any stage, like you always do, 0457 736 736. Australian listeners want to send a, a message and a, and a g'day to our New Zealand listeners to welcome them to the Sports Day family. For New Zealand listeners, if you want to get involved in the show, much the same, but of course, there's a few changes to the number, plus 61. So that's plus 61, 457, 736, 736. That's plus 61, 457, 736, 736. Preset it into your phone so you can just contact us at any time. If you're in your Apple CarPlay, you just say, message Sports Day. The number will come up straight away. Daniel from Timaru, who messages SEN League over the last couple of years, He'll be texting He'll be in all soon. Over it. If you want to get involved in the show, 1300-01-1170, as a lot of you do each and every night, Rat. Mm, you forgot to mention Cam Smith. 
the rugby league player? No, the golfer, Sats. He won. He won the London Live event and uh, won by a shot. I didn't Fans. even know it was on. Mate, it's because you're just a hater. You hate change. You're old. You're boring. Oh, makes me sick. Oh, now, listeners, of course, Steve from Dubbo is part of our whack pack. Mm-hmm. He's already texting. Evening, fellas. I've got nothing to say. No, you that don't. is, of course, why? Because his team, the Parrot Eels, got absolutely pumped. By? By the Warriors. Yes, absolutely. Mm. On the show tonight, talking about the Warriors and also the uh, the proud Kiwis, New Zealand legend Monty Beetham is going to be on the show. And. On the eve of, well, two nights out from State of Origin number mm. three, Queensland have won the series, but still a very important game three. Maroons, uh, Maroons assistant coach Josh Hannay is going to be on the show as well because, of course, the players aren't talking to the media. Mm. So Josh is going to fill the void there. New segment, Hard Work Mondays, thanks to Boom Logistics. It's uh, There's a hard worker from round 19 that, that stands out in the National Rugby League. I worked hard all weekend. It was your wife's birthday. birthday. Was yeah. it a significant birthday? No, 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 but I just, you know, it's my wife and yeah. she does a lot for the family. And there's two days where I just make sure that it's all about her. It's Mother's Day so, and birthdays. Oh, you are such a gentleman that there's only two days no, 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 out of 365 no, that you no, make her I'm special. Ge- I'm generally, I'm good all the time, but it's really, you, got, you just got to ham it up. You know, really oh. throw the bells and whistles at it. You just so, threw yourself under a bus. No, we, went, we went to the Langham. Uh, we, get, we we went to dinner. We had the massages. We did all that stuff, and then had a big family get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. No, anyway, uh, I've got to wait another year to save up. Now, three burning questions. Thanks to Toolkit Depot, and that's Daddy Vass's segment. How are you, Daddy Vass? G'day, gentlemen. How was yeah, your weekend? Pretty good, boys. Yeah. Hey, you, actually, we're talking to your um, your work experience guy, Brenton. Yeah. And he loves his music. Mm. Are you a music man as well? I am. I tell you what, I went and saw James Rain last night. It was the it was the eleventh time I've seen him live. So reckless. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still your age there. He's still the. Have you never heard of James Rain? I have. Mm. He's still former lead singer of Australian Crawl. Oh. <laughs> he is the best. I thought. I've always thought he's the best live act. Yeah, right. And then I went and saw Birds of Tokyo. Mm. I thought, oh, they overtook him. They were at Live. He's back now in Adelaide. One. He's, Please. They were at Live in Adelaide. James Birds Rain's of Tokyo. Back, he's back at number one. Back at number one. Yeah. Mate, every time I go and see John Stevens, yep. who is a Kiwi, Johnny Stevens, former lead singer in Noiseworks, yeah. I saw his first gig, or Noiseworks reformed after 30 years. I saw their first gig down in Canberra earlier this year. And, uh, mate, his pipes are just unbelievable. Very short man, isn't he? And he's not huge. First he's time solid. I met him in, per- solid. in person, I thought mm. he was a lot taller than what he was going to no, be. No, no, he's, he's not that tall, but um, great fella. Did and we, can sing. Did, is, he, is that another... Is that another great Kiwi that Australians claim? Yep. Yeah. Up there with Farlap like, and Russell Crowe and Pavel <laughs> and Van Gisbergen. We've claimed him Shane now. Shane Van Gisbergen. <laughs> we've claimed him yeah. because he won a NASCAR race. Oh, man. Third Ashes. Shockers. Third Ashes overnight. And England make it 2-1 with a victory against the Aussies. Take it into the fourth game, which is at Old Trafford. Okay, so that's not far away as well. No, I'm, I'm sort of glad. Well, I would have loved to have wrapped it up. And just to just to see, you know, half of England, particularly the, the cricket supporters, spontaneously yep. combust on the spot with their fury over Australia wrapping it up in three games. But um, I am excited for the fact that it is going to go into a game four and potentially yep. a game five. So, yep. yeah. who do, do England hold the Ashes? No, Australia do. Australia do. So yep. we, we really just need to... Australia hasn't beaten England in England 2001, 2002. So all we need is a draw to win. Yes. Yeah. But you're not happy with that. 
Especially you got to you want to beat your opposition on their home turf. It doesn't matter. It's a little bit like Queensland trying to beat New South Wales in New South Wales on Wednesday and vice versa when New South Wales have done it to Queensland. It's a little bit like New Zealand winning the Bledisloe Cup but at Suncorp Stadium or or Homebush, mm. home of the Olympics. So it's a little bit like that. Uh, Wimbledon update with Brett Phillips. I've got to say I've been pretty slack on Wimbledon. Oh, hopeless. Because of the ashes and because of what's been so happening much on with on. Origin and – yeah, and you watching your live golf. Oh, it's unreal. Now, on rugby, and we're going to get your opinion on this a little bit later on, the Wallabies spanked by the box. I know. All Blacks, well, they spanked the Pumas. All Blacks look very good. Argentina and the rugby championships. Was it 43-12, South Africa? High altitude. Australia have never won at that location. 63 years it's been since they've won on the high veld, which is up. Uh, in the... They call it the high veld. Yeah, like okay. up. up. You know, at, at altitude, and I have played up there, and it's not uh, an easy place to play. Yep. But the fans, like I've, I've never played in front of a more passionate, vocal crowd than up there uh, at, at Loftus or at uh, Ellis Park in Johannesburg. Um, they are. Is it that hard to breathe? And it is. It's and not, focus. It's, it's 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 different. Um, okay. Yeah, and if you're there for more than a couple of days, it really starts to affect you. Um, I'm not sure whether they just flew in from maybe down in Cape Town the day before to, yep. to not have that. But, uh, look, at the end of the day, they beat in every area of the game. Um, they were dominated uh, in the contest. And, you know, like I was saying before, it's it's a very different when, – when you put a rugby team together, you know, you look at the great rugby sides that Australia have had over the years. Generally, you know, the victories came from having a, a really um, – you know, strong nucleus that had played together for a long time. And, you know, you had the Gregans and the Burks and the Eels and the Kefus and that's what, and, and the reason being Sats is, is rugby is not like league where, you know, you, you're pretty much, if you, if you depend on the left edge, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to be inside, you know, who's going to be outside you. And yeah, you, you were educating me this off air and I find this remarkable. And your work as a, as a unit, you, that left edge, that right edge and, you know, the middles and, and that's how it works. Whereas in rugby, you could find yourself standing next to anyone, and if they're if, if it's if it's foreign to you, the, the people that you're next to, you don't have the trust in that person. Sometimes you, and it looked like this happened on the weekend when I was watching the game. Players trying to solve problems on their own, yeah. And you know, South Africa were beating with a punch anyway in the in the contest, you know, in the, at, the, at the at the impact zone, the contact. You know, South Africa were constantly getting over the game line, and someone had come out of the line to try to stop it, and then all of a sudden there's there's opportunities and they score tries and. There's a lot to work on. Um, you know, I, I will say in, in, in the Rugby World Cup year of 2003, um, New Zealand put 50 on us at this time of the year. Yeah. Um, we came back and we knocked them over in the World Cup and went, went to the final. So I, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. It's going to take a little bit of time for um, Eddie Jones to, you know, I guess come up with who he thinks are the right players to fulfil those positions. And he'll have some time uh, in the lead up to for, for those guys to work together at the moment. He doesn't know who his guys mm. are yet. Um, he, he had, you know, Carter Gordon looked good uh, when he came on, the, the young fly half. Um, Marika Corabetti's obviously been one of their best for many years now, and I think he was good. But look, look, there's a lot to dissect. Um, All Blacks 41-12 over the Pumas. Yeah. Now, who's, who's sitting in a better position leading into the World Cup? I think the Wallabies, they're obviously work in progress at the moment. All Blacks, Ireland. Oh, you know, a, a, a year ago, if you asked me who was going to win the World Cup, I would have said that the winner of the World Cup is going to come from the Northern Hemisphere. You've got to, you've got to remember a year ago, yep. Argentina beat New Zealand in Christchurch. So it, it, that, that's like for the All Blacks to get beaten in Christchurch by anyone is is like, wow, that's 
but but by Argentina. Yep. Uh, they came out and stamped their authority on on uh, Argentina in Mendoza on the weekend. Uh, great, you know. Uh, I mean, Dane Cole scored within the first um, within the first five minutes, and it didn't stop for the first half. And they were never in it, Argentina. They 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 came back a little bit in the second half, but the game was gone. I mean, it was over. Um, I still think um, the Northern Hemisphere teams, you know, Ireland, um, they 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 just. They just play such consistent, strong, competitive rugby week in, week out in the Northern Hemisphere. They've got the Six Nations. They've got the domestic competitions. And all these players are just playing week in, week out of just tough, grinding rugby. And it's just such an advantage for them. Uh, It certainly doesn't happen in Australia. I know Mm. they play um, a lot more physical um, brand of rugby in New Zealand when they go back to their provincial tournaments over there, you know, apart from the Super Rugby tournament. But... um, yeah, look, it's going to be interesting. Um, New Zealand just seem to get it right, though, at, at uh, World Cup time. So we'll see what happens. Now, your old coach, Eddie Jones, new coach of the Wallabies, and returned. Mm. And he said he's obviously got a lot to work out. We're going to play some audio from the press conference after the loss to the, to the Springboks. I've got to say, apparently they've the Springboks have sent 12 players to New Zealand to get ready for this test before they play the Wallabies. But this was his response to a question from a South African journalist. Eddie, you uh, expressed your disappointment during the week that you weren't playing the first choice Springbok side. Well, I Changed a bit of relief now? No, no. I'll tell you what, you are good at it, mate. South Africans are good at winning. Eddie, you took a team to... So you don't have to be a smart-ass, mate. <laughs> that doesn't surprise you, does it? Eddie no. being confrontational? No, but, but... He's a protector. But the, the, the reality is, Sats, like, he, he's talking about a, a second-string side. Like... The, there's no second string side that plays for the Springboks, and and in and New Zealand, if you play, if you put an All Black jersey on and you're from New Zealand, or if you put a, a Springbok jersey and, and you're from South Africa, like you're, you're the best player for that job. You at don't that moment. think you're a second rate? It's not player. second rate, and yeah. and I can tell you this: it's like it's, it, it would be like Australia picking, you know, a second. Well, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't seventy or twenty-two players. They, they sent twelve players to New Zealand. Do, do you think the Australian Rugby League side you could take twelve players out of it? And you could put twelve players in that would do the job as well, and some potentially better than what they would pick. So it's the, the game is so big in South Africa um, that they can do that. Um, we don't have the depth in Australia to be able to do that. Like it'd be horrific if we tried to do that. Um, but like I said, we're still trying to find you know what works, what players are going to fit that nucleus of the squad that need to hold it together, and it's going to take a little time. Esky giveaway, our Sports Day Eskies, which, correct me if I'm right, Sports Day Eskies, Sats and Rats, and with Game 3... Correct me if I'm right. (laughs) Game 3, State of Origin, uh, on the horizon, two sleeps away, we're going to be giving away an Esky, and in light of our New Zealand listeners joining Sports Day for the first time, we want to know what Kiwi player would dominate the Origin arena. If they were eligible to be picked for New South Wales or Queensland... Which player? So, also, you can maybe, as an added extra, throw in who they may have replaced. So, if you said Stacey Jones could have played for whoever and replaced Alfie Langer mm. or Joey Johns. So, a Kiwi player for a Sports Day Esky that would have dominated Origin Arena. Not not past. They still can be present as well. I'll tell you one that would have, at his best, at his fittest, Clinton Torpy. He was strike center 2002, oh, 2003, 2004. He was unbelievable. He was unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. They won the minor premiership in 2002, got mm. beaten in the grand final. Mm. Yeah. He was an outstanding center. Mm. I would say Ruben Wickey. Oh, yeah. Ruben he would have loved the confrontation in Origin. Oh, yeah. 
Just yeah, frightening. You would have loved it. He scared me, Muss. Mm. He ran over me a few times. <laughs> We've got Mark on the line, 1300 uh, How are you, Mark? Thanks for calling us on Sports Day. I'm good, uh, especially good since I won the uh, Origin Double Pass off you guys last week, and I just wanted to ring to say thank you very much for it because yeah. this will be my first live Origin game, and with with a New South Wales win, it'll be even better because awesome. I can finally give a bit of grief to my brother who's a Queenslander for all the grief he's given me over the years. So where you got to travel from, Mark, again? Remind us. Oh, it won't be that hard. I work at Strathfield, so I just oh. get the train down to Homebush. How oh, good is that? Beautiful. Beautiful. So you're going to work so on Wednesday. You're going to work on Wednesday. You're going to make a whole day of it. Or, or not work on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I will be going to work because I need the money. But um, I'll definitely make a night of it on Wednesday. And then uh, Thursday night, I'll be giving it to my brother in New Zealand on the phone because of a New South Wales win. And uh, the take. Uh, <laughs> that's good, it. Good and, stuff. And uh, plan to take, take a friend along to the game, so it'll be good. And uh, I think, despite the English win last night, I think the Australian cricket team's got the ashes in the bag for two main reasons. Number one, uh, the Poms are too grumpy, and their grumpiness <laughs> tends to overtake them. And that's evident by the reaction of some of the fans in the long room. But you know why the Poms are so grumpy on a daily, consistent basis? They've got to live in England. too warm and their weather's too cold. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great stuff. Hey, thanks for calling up, Mark. Congratulations on the ticket. Hope you enjoy Wednesday night, that double pass. Just before we get to a break, Esky giveaway, State of Origin 3, which Kiwi player, seeing that we're going to New Zealand now, Sports Day, which Kiwi player of all time would have dominated the Origin Arena? After the break, three burning questions from Daddy Vass. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We're going to get three burning questions thanks to Toolkit Depot very soon. And welcome to our listeners in New Zealand on SENZ, on the app, whichever way you're listening. I'm just, just reading some of, the, some of the places we're going to here. Two of my favourite places on earth, Queenstown, 93.6, and Wanaka, 106.8 FM. Two tremendous places to visit if you haven't been there. And before we get to three burning questions for Toolkit Depot, I want to get quickly to this text message. Good evening, Sats and Rat. I haven't texted your show in yet. But I just wanted to say thank you for explaining rugby in a way that helps a new to rugby union listener to understand. You guys have articulated in a way that actually makes me interested, which is a first. Monday nights are also my favourite night to tune into SEN. Sammy from Byron Bay. Thanks, Sammy. Good on you, Sammy. That's awesome. Thanks for texting. Make sure you continue to do that throughout the nights if we've got something there of interest to talk about. We've got Anthony on the Sports Day hotline, Chermside in Brisbane. How are you, Ant? Not bad. How are you? Very well now. Um, yep. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask you, Anthony, you were going to, uh, you're calling up to talk about Kiwi players you think that would have dominated at Origin Arena. Yeah, I'm not a Kiwi, but I do remember when I was a kid, Matthew Ridge, and I think he would have done very well playing State of Origin. He was a good player, wasn't he, Rat? Mate, he, he was actually like my hero. When I, when I was like... And the ultimate competitor. Mate, well, I'll tell you what happened. 
So I'm like getting his autograph as a, as a year 11 school kid at, at TSS as a rugby fan when he travelled, he toured with the All Blacks. Then in my first first grade game against Manly, he was the fullback. So I'm like playing against him. He, he pins me to the ground, puts his elbow in my throat and just swears at me in my face. You're only here because you're old man. And I'm just looking at him thinking, oh, you used to be my hero. This is horrible. He was a competitor, all right, yeah. mate. He could play too. He yeah. could kick goals. He could do it all. Yeah, good nomination there, Anthony. He was, he was an outstanding player. Oh, outstanding. He was just on the field. He's just in your grill oh, the mate. whole time. Not flat out. Yep. Gear up for winter at Toolkit Depot. Three burning questions for Daddy Vass. What do you got for us? All right, boys. The Warriors, they've been on a bit of a run as of late. Showed been. some uh, strong performances in 2023. Great attitude. Have they shown enough to challenge the top sides in September? Yes. <sighs> Gee, that's a, that's, a really, that's a really good question. I'm on the fence. Fifth I, on the ladder at the moment. Yeah, I know. I'm just I, – I just – I They're just, just behind the storm defensively, yeah, yeah, which, is a, which means you're going okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no I'm, I'm really impressed with them. I'm, I'm loving their ability to put points on. Um, I've, just seen them, I've just seen them leak a few at times. And, yeah, I, I probably just need to see a little bit more. I'm okay. loving them, though. I, and, and, I, and I think, you know, Metcalf's starting to find his feet. Um, you've got um, uh, Johnson had... One of a quiet, quieter games for the ball. Like he didn't have any try assists or line break assists on the weekend, but his little mate Metcalf did. Mm. And that's that. When, when you've got two, it's a good sign, isn't when, it? When you've got two points of attack that are as deadly as each other, that can make for something pretty special in a football team. And they've got that now. So, world ranked front rower, a good seven, a good six. Mm. Cook star playing well, Fullback, a yeah. genuine try scorer in Dalamatini's Alessio. Imagine if they could add Roger Tuivasa-Shek oh, in this year. Nia Cora oh, as gee. well has been a great signing. Mm. Actually, top nah. shelf utility in Dylan Walker. Yeah, yeah. Gee, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. No, and I'm, a lot of the time, if they score four, they can turn it into six, yep. which is really important in finals. Could they mm. be to Penrith in Penrith? It'd be difficult. That, that's my. That's my. That's that's where I'm at. They have to be unpredictable against them. If they are predictable. Panthers will eat any side up, but if they're unpredictable, mm. you can you can break Penrith. Yeah. What's your next one? All right, we're going to have to use this one for this question. Welcome <laughs> to NRL 180, dissecting the big talking points from half the angles. So uh, there's been rumours that Spencer Lenu could come in for Clint Gutherson uh, on Wednesday night. Is this a good move? So so Lenu is is 19th man yep. at yes. the moment. Yeah. So he can be shifted in. And once someone on the bench be brought out, I I, I actually think it, it, it balances the side a, a lot better, and I, I yeah I, I love Gutho. Don't get me wrong, like I, but I just I, I I can see what Gutho what happens to Gutho what happened to Nico Hines in yeah, game yeah. one. I I think it's imperative they put Lino into the side off the bench. He frightens me off the bench actually as a Queensland fan. Mm. Uh, I, as ball, as good as Reese Robson was in game one, I think you go with Damien Cook. And or Reese Robson and leave Damien Cook out. Mm. I'd leave Gutherson there because the HIAs with outside backs, and I'd bring Lino onto the bench. All right, so you'd move Robson, one of the hookers, or Cook. If you're going to take a defensive attitude, take Robson. Yep. If you're going to take, we've got to score points. Take Cook. Well, it's about it's about it's about not it's about it's defense, isn't not it? Not conceding points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we said a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they need to have more players that, as a Queenslander, you'd fear, and he'd definitely be one of those blokes. Spencerino, right? yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a wrecking ball. Yeah, mate. he can lift he's the in- lift the tempo. What's the last one? All right, should State of Origin be played in New Zealand 
for the neutral game. The NRL looking to do this in 2027. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Send it over. Uh, that will be – and they deserve it. I mean, what, what, what our New Zealand friends did for us, our New Ze- the Warriors, giving – I mean – We kept the game afloat. Yeah. Uh, just get it over there. Do mm. it next year. Yeah. Oh, oh. I agree. I, I, I wouldn't do it every year. No. But I think like Melbourne and Adelaide, I think it deserves Absolutely. to get a game, especially from a financial point of view. It just – it would just bring so much – Revenue Imagine playing the like game Christchurch or oh, oh just this Eden Park. Great, oh, as a mate, curtain raiser, as a curtain raiser, North Island versus South. Oh yeah, oh. that'd be awesome. Stop the fight. Yeah, boom. Mm. And play Covered in, in Carlaw Park. <laughs> play, oh, <laughs> Carisbrook's not around anymore, <laughs> no, is it? No, no, House no, of Pain. Oh. Yeah. Gear up for winter at Toolkit Depot with a huge range of outdoor power of equipment. Now up next is one of the legends of Kiwi Rugby League, but also. One of the genuine guys as well. Monty Beetham joins us on Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Well, on the back of Sports Day going into New Zealand for the first night, very exciting, Rat. I'm very, very excited about I, tonight. I love New Zealand. Added to our family. It's outstanding. Oh, no, it's... So because of that, we're going to obviously have as our first guest, one of the New Zealand legends Legend. in rugby league. He's he's got 100 games, over 100 games for the Warriors. Test for New Zealand. True warrior on and off the field. I've got to say, what a hell of a nice guy as well. And that man is Monty Beetham. Joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Monty? Legends. Congratulations on coming into New Zealand. And um, I thought I had to sort the interview throughout my career. You've come over, you've terrorised our Warriors size and Kiwi size many a times. But it's nice to uh, talk to you and not have to go against you for a change, man. Oh, I tell you <laughs> what. Nice. Can I say, Rad, he was a yeah. pain in the ass to play against listeners as oh. well. I remember we played the Warriors in 03 one year and I ran the ball up and he got up underneath my ribs and I dropped the ball. It's pretty he, standard for he, you, though. He'd always say, Monty, he goes, all day sats. All day. I'm going to be here all day, Sats. <laughs> and he was. Absolute pain yeah. in the ass. Hey, Monty, a bit about you. Bay Roskill Vikings as a junior. It's out around Mount Roskill way, isn't it? What was that like as a kid, yeah. being a, a kid around the Auckland region, playing rugby league, not rugby union? Mate, I was, I was actually a rugby man, and um, I couldn't stand the game of rugby league. That wasn't until I first played it. One of our rep guys who um, trained one of our uh, rep rugby sides, he wanted to go over and coach league for a year. Took me over, played it, loved it, and that was a game for me, mate, you know. Not many of us were the best like rats who could play both coats, but um, <laughs> I think rugby league was, was better for me, mate. Just loved everything about us. You know, you and I, you know, we're combative, love that collision, love that sort of getting amongst it and, and winning the arm wrestle in the middle, so it was good. But, you know, just being a, a boy growing up here in South Auckland first and then, you know, sort of just enjoying being born and bred in Auckland and then having the chance to, you know, as time progressed and, and be a scholarship player for the Warriors and then... Uh, move up through the ranks into one day captain uh, the side that was your hometown, home country. Man, it was a pretty special moment, man. Hey, Monty, is that is that pretty standard over there? Like, it's, it's, is rugby league always the second choice, or are you seeing more now kids taking league as a first option? 
for a very, very long time, it was always, always the poor brother, um, especially when I was growing up playing the game. But but now there's so much more choice. It's not just rugby versus league. We've got a lot of the athletes playing basketball, football, uh, the fight arts, um, you know, because it's only a, a small country, so to speak, yeah. in the population. Uh, but, you know, rugby, who had their, their way once upon a time, um, doesn't have it anymore. You've, you've got a lot of people who just have choice. And the other thing, too, boys, as we'll see, is having kids and everything else, it's not always about sport. It's about gaming and, and having many options. And, and, and people want to be influencers too, man. Mm. NRL fans, Monty will never forget what the Warriors sacrificed during COVID. It must have been hard on the players, the country, the families especially. You must be excited the way the New Zealand fans are, are turning up and, and supporting their team this year. Boys love it, Sats, and, and I was just sort of listening into a few sort of stories uh, since I've been with the Warriors since um, November last year and hearing stories that, you know, Sean Johnson was wanting to call it quits, he had enough at some really dark places, so so did Torhu Harris, he was thinking about giving the game away, and to think those two have been some of the best performers oh, yeah. in the Warriors side this year, and they're the reasons people have been turning up to watch the game, mate, you know, so to know that they're playing, they're happy, they're enjoying it, their family and friends are there, and, and the crowds, mate, I think we've had four sellouts this year at Go Media Stadium, and uh, I think this week's looking like being another, it's a double header, the All Blacks are playing here as well, and they've got more seating in the stadium, so uh, I think there's already 19 or 20,000 tickets sold so far, so it's looking to be another sellout this weekend, mate. And, you know, I think, you know, on social media, a lot of stuff is going, the hottest ticket in town, is it the All Blacks or is it the Warriors? And uh, a lot of people are picking the Warriors, not just because of the way the boys are playing and, the, and and winning games or competing in games, but because, you know, it's the whole fanfare, the experience, uh, the, the match day, um, pre-game stuff. It really is... Um, uh, second to none at the moment, man. Yeah, mate, you're obviously liking the way things are tracking for the Warriors at the moment, but but what's impressed you the most, mate? I, I, I'm so impressed by the team's resilience, the way that they mm. are keeping themselves in games and then and then going on with it. Um, what's impressed you the most, mate? Oh, absolutely. Uh, early on, it was resilient. Um, but, you know, the, it's, uh, it's the most holistic I've ever seen uh, this Warriors side for a very long time. You know, when I do Sky TV here in, in sport and, and I go into the studios in past years, I'd go in thinking, oh, I never want to talk about the game. And what excuse am I going to make up for them? Or how am I going to justify what I see tonight? Or just go in not thinking uh, that we're going to have a fair quack, uh, crack at things. But um, there's not been one game where we haven't been in a position where uh, I, I feel we, we could have won or going into each each time when I cover it as a fan or even as a, a broadcaster that I think, you know, we, we can't win this game. And that's great to see. Resilience is one thing, but I just I just think the way they're scoring tries, uh, real strength through the middle of the field. I don't think they had a big pack to begin with, but the passing game, the short balls, the leg speed, when, you know, you get the likes of walks come on and, and play the way it does. And the good thing about it too, boys, is, is we haven't really seen a full squad uh, mm. that the, the um, Webby has been able to pick from, man. I love the the, the mind shift in, yep. in the side as 100%. well. The guy that's really matured, Monty, is a guy that was always played with a lot of emotion, and he also made some silly mistakes at crucial times. Is uh, Dalamatani Zalesniak? Yeah. He seems to have really matured and has become a top line winger now, and quite possibly the best hair in the game. Yeah. Yeah, best here, um, and I'm jealous. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't have any, but he's yeah. got he's got the mullet, he's got the locks, um, and 
you know, he's become a bit of a cult following from that. And the way he finishes his tries, the aerial mm. manoeuvres and the, the presence and awareness of where that line is, um, he's been good. But for me, I mean, I asked him today, I said, how much do you weigh, mate? And he, I think it was like 9394, so he's not, a, he's not a big winger. But the, the way he goes into collision uh, and the outside backs for the Warriors and what they do for their middlemen and, and starting these hits off uh, has been exceptional, man. And, and I think it's been a big part of it, but also the, the way they finish it as well. Don't forget, uh, Sats, that, you know, Dallin uh, was also a, junior, was a Kiwi captain at one exactly. stage early on in, in his career, mate. So he's going back to what they thought he was going to be, which was mm. a true leader and an inspiration on the field and someone who, who was showing great promise. So, and we're seeing that right now, man. So, um, you know, like the way they're playing, and you think Ed Crossy is not even on on the wing, and uh, Dallin was laid into the piece. Ed made a home for himself. It's probably one of our best wingers, if not the best, um, at the Warriors. But but now you've got two other guys going in there. So whoever is stepping in at the moment, we talk about resilience, right? But it's just turning up, you know. And that's yeah. something we never normally say about the Warriors boys. Normally, what we talk about Melbourne Storm and and, and the likes of those uh, sort of sides in that environment. Well, you know what impressed me so much on the weekend was that. Sean Johnson, you're playing 200 at the game, didn't have a line break assist, didn't have a try assist, didn't score a try, but his little partner in crime, Luke Metcalf, you know, that what he's done for that team. Just in the recent weeks, you just see the skill level and the pressure that he's taking off guys like Sean where they can it just freeze him up. You must be impressed with what Luke Metcalf has brought to the team. Mate, you're just wrapping him up because he's shut. <laughs> uh, I'm but, dirty, but, we lost no, him. Yeah. <laughs> Right, you're 100% right, mate, because he's always had the speed. And if anything, he's probably tried a little bit too hard um, yep. because he he realised the importance of playing first grade. He wants to play first grade. He came here for an opportunity. Uh, Sean is one of his uh, heroes or idols that helped him on the other side of the pitch. Uh, he just wanted he just wanted to set himself loose because I mean he spent some time out of the game. He went over to America, worked for Bovich, and that went for his hamstring. So he learned how to run again. Um, and when he gets up in the, in the clear, he's just exciting. You know, those two tries he scored were exceptional, and I think it really just helped the, the boys go on with it. Defensively, he was better as well. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago, there were a lot of guys going at him, and he probably wasn't as strong as he would have liked to have been. And I think uh, the game just gone on the weekend, defensively, offensively, um, and just sort of moving his boys around the field. And like you mentioned, being there for, for Sean uh, Johnson, uh, it's his best game by far, and uh, I like what I see with um, young Metcalf. I love when he's smiling, Sean Johnson, in interviews. You know they're yeah, going yeah, well absolutely. when he's smiling in interviews. Now, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, has there been any discussion around trying to get him before the August deadline, or... Um, is it not a, a realistic option at the moment, Mont? Oh, it can't be done. It won't be done. Um, but I, I don't think they, they didn't try, that's for sure. Um, it's, it's not a possibility now. I think they've ruled that one out because uh, he's got allegations uh, in his contract from in New Zealand Rugby Union to play and he needs to be playing NPC, I think, which is the provincial competition or ITN Cup uh, here for Auckland, uh, which is a little bit of a shame because we'd, we'd love to have him on the side. Uh, and, and what he can do for the Warriors. I mean, you know, daily end player, uh, fantastic. He probably didn't get the fair crack at, at rugby union, but it is a different game, uh, as uh, Ratwood attests to. Mm. But um, geez, he's a wonderful player. And you've got, you know, um, to, to now Tavita Harris, Harris Tavita coming back next year. And, uh, you know, and you've got some other young boys coming through, like Ali, Ali Laotau. And there's some more boys, just like Ali Laotau, who debuted against the Canberra side. And all these boys coming through, uh, all have in common is they've got a bit of mongrel about them. They can hurt, and 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 they love they love. When I say love to hurt people, um, they love to do it in a, a league way, uh, and, and yep. that's what you you want from the best players, man. Now, uh, a man that would be held in high esteem in New Zealand, of course, he took two teams to a grand final, Parramatta and and yourself, the Warriors, Mont, and that is of course Daniel Anderson, who's 
in a bit of a struggle at the moment. He's got a great attitude towards what's happened with his accident. He's confined to a wheelchair. Big charity. Big long lunch last Friday. Did you make your way to that? I sure did, mate. It was, I came over early and it was great to see Ando. And, uh, look, he's done wonderful things for our club. And, you know, what they're going to do over here is, you know, Mount Smart is now called Go Media Stadium, but they're going to change the name in round 25 against Manly to Daniel Anderson Stadium. The club is going to allocate a portion of the tickets to Daniel Anderson. We're going to sell it out. We're going to celebrate Daniel Anderson and what he's done for this club because, you know, he, he really did make all us young men and, and a few older blokes believe that anything was possible and we could take on, on the world. And, you know, through that period of making a pass for the first time, you know, minor premiers, grand final, one game off, he beat us, but he went on to win it. Since. Um, he's done wonderful things, mate. So, you know, like that luncheon was unreal. There were guys from um, from all walks of life uh, throughout that 20-year that history with Daniel Anderson, and um, they raised a lot of money, man. So it's uh, it's wonderful that everyone get behind him. We're very proud of the rugby league fraternity and Farnell to get behind him and support him in the way it's been, man. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Now, now, quick one before we let you go, I've got, got to ask him. New Zealand is, you know, the Warriors are on a high. Everything's going well. We're talking about expanding the game to 18 teams. Can New Zealand handle a second team? And if it could, be it financially, commercially, and, you know, with population, where would you put it? Look, mate, I'm, I'm trying to be honest, man. I, I am a Warriors man through and through. And, and you know, when it's taken this long uh, to still not even have success and, and um, winning a premiership uh, for the Warriors, you know, you need to think about getting that right before you worry about a second team. Like um, but I'd, I'd love to have an op- mm-hmm. I'd love to have an opportunity for more boys to play out here and represent uh, their country on the biggest uh, scale. But stage, but you know what? There's a lot of uh, the scouts from overseas coming over here and trying to get the boys. We've got two more sides amongst the Warriors next year. Five teams in the club, so they're doing their best to to really work on that death tips and bring in uh, a, somewhat of a nursery with the young guys coming through. Yeah, great stuff. Mm. Team's flying, club's flying, and you're a good man for taking time out to join us on Sports Day too. Welcome the SENZ listeners into the family, Monty. Monty Beatham from the New Zealand Warriors, New Zealand legend. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks, legends. Take care, man. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat, welcome to our New Zealand listeners. I'm looking at some of the places here. Palmerston North and Gisborne, Timaru, Nelson, Tauranga, Greymouth, Hawke's Bay, Whakatane. Good stuff. Great stuff. Mm, Very Hamilton. excited. Hamilton. Spent a lot of time in Hamilton. Very excited about tonight and, uh, and welcoming the New Zealand listeners into our Sports Day family. And Wimbledon update with Brett Phillips. And Wimbledon is now streaming on Stan Sport. Watch every match ad-free, centre court in 4K and the Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches. That is AATC.tennis. How are you, BP? Yeah, Scotty, Matty, good evening, guys. Going uh, going well. We yeah, turn into the, the second week uh, tonight and yeah, we're starting to, I suppose, get a firmer picture of who are going to be holding the trophies in uh, seven days' time. Well, all the, all the talk over the last 24 hours, BP, is um, Svetlina, she couldn't go to the Harry Styles concert, but she beat Victoria Azarenka. And Azarenka was booed off the court and she made some hand signal in what was a translation that more or less says up yours. Can you expand a little bit more on that? 
Oh, just an uneducated crowd. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this has crept into sport in general, hasn't it? Just people booing for the sake of booing. I mean, mm. I don't know. I, just, I don't quite get it, to be honest. We look. All the players know the situation with um, uh, the Ukrainian players. They've just said, look, we're not going to shake the hands of the Russian and the Belarusian players. These two actually played a great match last yeah. night, the best women's match of the tournament. Uh, it went the journey, two fighters. Um, and I think as they were, you know, the match had finished, uh, Azarenka sort of gave uh, Svitolina a little thumbs up, you know, too good, well played. Um, you know, she hasn't got anything really against Alina Svitolina, and Svitolina's got nothing against personally uh, Azarenka. That's just the decision that's been made. But then the crowd boos uh, Azarenka because they think she hasn't come up to the net to shake hands. Mm. <laughs> I mean, mm. how ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, surely if you're across world matters, you'd have some sort of. Uh, understanding, but yeah, I mean, look, Svitolina, put that aside, she's one of the stories of the tournament, as she was at the French Open. You know, coming back from giving birth, she's gone back to back in the last two majors, making the quarterfinals. So, yeah, she is, uh, she's got a feel good story, but she's got to come up against the world number one, Igor Sviontek next, who um, saved a couple of match points last night and looked pretty good. Mate, I've got to ask you what the vibe was like in the English crowd yesterday after Australia. Got beaten in the in the third Ashes Test. Was there a bit of hooting and hollering going on in the crowd when they heard that Australia had been knocked over? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny at Wimbledon. It's a really compact sort of site where all the focus is sort of on the tennis. Out there, uh, very fixated on uh, the tennis itself. Whether you're you know, watching uh, on the on the, the big screens, Murray Mound as they call it, or you've actually got a ticket to. Uh, sit courtside. There are probably a few who are watching uh, the cricket, but um, yeah, mainly all the focus is on the uh, on the tennis. And apart from uh, what a couple of protesters in the last week, the, the crowd have been generally pretty well behaved. Although I did find out there's a little area behind court 12 that um, some fans might have been taking advantage of in a not so uh, discretionary way. Let me call that so the All England Lawn Tennis Club would accept a satisfactory. Um, you can read between the lines. Yeah. So mate. Big game, a couple of big games tonight. Titsipas versus Eubanks. Maya versus Rabakina. Rabakina in the women's. Yep. Yeah, no, look, some, some big matches tonight. Spots in the quarterfinals up for grabs. Yeah, I mean, Titsipas is playing better and better and better. But the, the guy he beat knocked out the last Australian, Chris O'Connell, on the weekend, Chris Eubanks. And uh, it needs a bit of meat on the bones. But, gee, he hits a wicked forehand. He's uh, improved his ranking by about 100 spots this year. So... He'll be a difficult customer. Novak comes back two sets up. He should win. The match I'm looking forward to, though, Alcaraz versus Berrettini. And the big Italian stallion, Matteo, he's found his mojo again and could maybe knock out the world number one tonight. So that's one to look forward to. Great stuff, BP. Let's uh, check in with you again throughout the week. Uh, Thanks for your Wimbledon update. Pleasure, guys. Wimbledon is now streaming on Stan Sport. Watch every match ad-free. Santa Court in 4K. Plenty of text coming through around New Zealand players that would dominate at origin level. Um, got a couple here. I'll tell you who's really favourite at the moment. Hargraves. He would be awesome. We'll get to more of those text messages after the break, along with an injury update and also some of our hardest workers from the NRL over the weekend. This is Satsarat for Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym.
for Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, train for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is Sports Day with Sats and Rat for the second hour. Welcome to the show. If you're just joining us on your way home or you're just relaxing at home with a beer or a beverage, whatever it may be, and trying to cool off for the others. Pretty easy to cool off at this time of year, isn't it? Uh, Sports Day brought to you by Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 and World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness, as we have said throughout the first hour. Welcome to our New Zealand listeners, whether listening through the SENZ or various stations throughout the country. Let me throw one out there just now. Uh, Taupo, 91.2 FM, welcome to Sports Day. And Michael is texting also, 0457 736 736. Now, my how may, you are welcome to come to our New Zealand listeners from one of our Aussie listeners, one Very of our regulars, cool. Michael, who's slowly moving into the whack pack. Mm. Slowly. Yeah. He's not there yet. Uh, for our New Zealand listeners, if you want to get involved in the show, plus 61. So don't forget, plus 61 457 736 736. That's plus 61 457. 736-736, and we've got some callers that have called into Sports Day on one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. First one's Cuzzy Bro. How are you, Cuz? Hey, boys. How are you? Oh, Good really mate. well, really well. What's uh, what's on your mind, mate? Well, just a couple of things. Before I talk about the New Zealanders, they'd be good at origin, right? Yeah. But you know how you're talking about the World Cup rugby? Yep. yep. You there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yep. You know yep. the under twenties on at the moment, right? Yep. Under twenties, France put France put fifty points on England in the semi final. Is there a guy on the team too? Lager. He's one of the brothers. He weighs one hundred and forty five kilos. He's in the under twenties. Yeah, well, they've got a they've got a prop, a twenty four year old prop, uh, Antonio. He's uh, he's one hundred and forty six kilos, one hundred ninety six centimeters. He, he made his debut last year against the Wallabies, um, and yeah, he he's. There's some big boys in rugby union, that's for sure. Yeah. And, um, mate, yeah. No, what so. I meant was, no, what I meant was, this is under under twenties boys. He's 145 kilos. Yeah, that's like insane. That yeah. Playing incredible. in the under twenty World Cup World mm. Cup now. Mm. There's some yeah. big boys. Okay, Kiwis would be good in Origin. Yep. yep. Kiwis would be good in Origin. Okay, number one. Do you remember? Do you know? Do you remember Inga the winger? They had two Gamal. Oh, yeah, of course. He played for um, unbelievable. He played for um, Wigan. Wigan, yep. yeah. Wigan Warrior, and like yep. he he was 100, 110 yep. kilos and won the hundred and about eleven. He was quick. Yep. And yep. unfortunately, he died. He died like died a couple of years ago. With yeah. Him, uh, had a stroke. Uh, he was a real good player. Okay. Um, well, do you remember Kurt Sorensen? Oh, you know I, I grew up with Kurt. Name. <laughs> wow. Seventy nine. Severe. He mm. is oh, yeah. unbelievable. Leg drive. Mm. He's powerful. 
He's physical. He's Big fast. He's, mm. he'd, he'd, he'd dominate Origin. He'd be good. Awesome. Yeah, yeah Queensland. He'd be Queenslander, though, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. Thanks, Cuzzy. <laughs> Thanks for calling Cuzzy. in. Thanks, now, we've got Des on the Sunshine Coast to his call in. How are you, Des? You there, mate? Yeah, can you hear me? We've got you yeah, now, got Des. You, Des. Thanks for calling in, mate. How are you yeah. going? Yeah, I'm, I'm going good. Hey, and uh, Sat's a uh, great career, mate. I enjoyed watching you. Thank you um, very much. I, I've, got a, I've got a question, uh, uh, Matt. Yep. Um, they tell me your nickname's The Rat, and <laughs> I've been trying to find out why, <laughs> why do they call you The uh, Bloody Rat? Yeah. But, yeah, but... was it because you looked like a rat, or you <laughs> ate a rat when you were on Survivor? Or, no, no. Or were it, it, you the rat that deserted the New South Wales sinking ship? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe that, I would that might really be. Really like to know the answer. Yeah, mate. It was. Uh, I was. I was 17 years old, and uh, we're on an end of season trip with the Sharks, <laughs> and um, someone told one of my teammates that um, I looked really cute, but all her friends thought I looked like a rat. And um, and he 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 ran with it. And so you missed out. They got I got stuck uh, with the name. <laughs> I hated it, and they kept calling it. And I just yeah. That's I, what happens. Yeah, I, I I got stuck with the nickname Rat when I was seventeen. Do you, mm. do you still talk to that bastard? <laughs> I do. He's a he's a very good friend actually. He's a very good mate. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. good stuff. Thanks, Des. Thanks, Thanks for Des. getting involved in the show. If you want to get involved, 1300-01-1170. And now we go to New Zealand. Steve from says, says Glenn's profile is now global icon. Mm. So Glenn's been texting saying, guys, answer my call. Now, for the New Zealand listeners, we've got this this group of listeners called the Whack Pack. Okay, they, even though I don't believe in aliens, I'm pretty sure that they are the closest thing to something from another planet. And we've got this one, we've got this listener called Glenn. Now, he's part of the board of directors of the WAC Pack, and he's also sometimes got an alter ego called Glennis. Well, he keeps ringing up saying, please answer my call. I want to show my best Kiwi accent. No, you can't do that, Glenn. No. No, that, that's insulting. It exa- exactly. Yeah. I, I, he might be a few King Browns down. He might be able to hold it back. <laughs> I'm nervous. Are we going to let him in? Okay. No, we're not letting him in. No, we're not letting him in? Come on, bring oh. him in. Bring him in. Is he there? Yeah, he's there. Oh, Glenn's there. How yeah. are you, Glenn? Or is it Glennis? You got us? Home and away. That's for the Kiwi boys. Yep. So what's yep. happening? Oh, mate, plenty happening. Yep. You made me leave these bloody glasses behind, though. Jesus oh. Christ. That's for the Kiwi boys. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio off. Radio's not on. That's it. He he actually put us on hold then. Yeah, yeah. You can't put us on hold, Glenn. You've lost your you've lost no, your place. No, you're not on hold, boys. Oh. All right. Uh, I just want to say, no wonder Brady Hall's left current affair on Friday night. He still got the poos when I got the role as Conrad Birdie on Bye Bye Birdie. You'll get used to Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Or you may not get used to him. No, no. Yeah. It's, it's an acquired taste, that's for sure. We're going to get to a lot of your texts very, very soon. We've got to get through to a sports update also. Thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. We haven't even spoke about the NRL results. Rad, of course, the Sharkies way back on Thursday night. They beat the Tigers 36 points to 12. Yeah. Sounded to Tara hat trick. Wasn't happy with – well, I, I, I think they'd be disappointed in their performance. 
Now, the Canberra Raiders, uh, they beat the Dragons 36-26. Late comeback from the Dragons. Um, I told you, the, the, the Canberra Piglets, mate, they're only doing it. They're just, just enough. Exactly. Just enough to stay ahead of the, the opposition. Can you tell the New Zealand listeners why well, they're the well, Piglets? Well, if you chase a Piglet, um, yep. like a wild pig, yeah. um, they only they, they don't run off on you. They just stay far enough ahead of you just to stay yeah. ahead of you, like a few metres. Okay. And you speed up, they'll speed up a yep. little bit. You slow down, they'll slow down. Oh and God. that's the Canberra Raiders, the Canberra Piglets. i got to say, because it's tri-July this week to raise money for Daniel Anderson and Nathan Stapleton yep. who have had tragic accidents uh, with their best rest of their life in wheelchairs, of course. Mm. And one of the best try celebrations we've seen in a while from the Canberra Raiders, it was their first try of the match. Yeah. So it was the Ashes mockery where they... Um, Gave it to Johnny Bairstow. Bairstow. Yeah, and, hit it. and the funny thing about it is that Elliot Whitehead was part of it. Now, Elliot Whitehead is a proud Yorkshireman. Up the north. He's yep. an Englishman. So mm. Pierce Morgan, who is global, he is actually global. Yeah. He's bigger than Sports Day, I think. A just, little bit. Just. A little bit bigger than Sports Day. He actually went off on it on Twitter. Oh, stay he? in your box, Piers. Yes. Like, please. It's a bit of fun. It's to raise money for charity. Piers off, Gibbs on. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's <laughs> off, Gibbs on. <laughs> oh, now the Warriors, they bounced back after the bad loss to the Rabbitohs a week and a bit ago. They made a statement. A big win over the Parramatta Eels, 46 points to 10. And a lot of people rat are saying, yeah, but it's against a depleted Parramatta side. The best part about it is they only conceded a couple of tries. Yeah, important. Yeah. And, and you know, that'll hurt Parramatta. Um, they're for and against. You know, they've got the best for and against in that lower part of the of the, the top or the bottom bottom four in the top eight. So, I mean, it's important for them to sort of keep winning um, because they'll bump to the top of that lower section um, with that for and against. But if they have any more losses like that, that'll put them right back into the same mix as everybody else. So they yep. won't want that to happen again. Absolutely. And uh, the Doggies, of course, snuck home against the Bunnies, 36-32. Mm, you tipped those. You I tipped did. Them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're so proud of yourself And I got the Dolphins as well. Yeah, I know. They got the Chockies in Golden Point over the Titans, 23-21. Oh. I've got to say, Grant Atkins, big set of kahunas to call the Poor penalty. Call. Nah, are you Bad serious? Aaron Clark got warned twice, and he was at least two metres offside. They were offside when when the Gold Coast had a shot, but but it was just it was thirty metres out, so he didn't blow blow a penalty. Come on, down. that's ridiculous. I, I don't mind the call of its consistent stats. It's just that, not consistent. Is that the field goal that went over? No, from Tanner no, was the, another the attempt, one after it. it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it, it's just the consistency stats, and there were some real. I thought there were some really poor calls in that game. Yeah. Um, you know, just anyway, I, I don't want to get into it because it's, it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> That's Daddy Vass on our... But the, the, the Dolphins, they just keep on showing up, don't they? Yeah, they do. Mm. Hey, big news this afternoon. One of one of the modern-day favourites, I think, with the fans, Josh Reynolds announced his retirement today. 12 years, 167 NRL games, 2012-2014 grand finals. And you know what I love before we comment about that? I love an emotional farewell. Yeah, it does, but this club means more than the game to me, to be honest. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be the person I was today if I didn't start here. He's a he's a, a great rugby league player, a tremendous club man. He can tell how much that club means to him. Can I can I tell you, Sats? Um, like he's he's stepping down because they need they needed a half. They needed yep. to, and and they they had too many people. They had their top thirty. He had to. He's he's literally taken one for the team here. He he would have loved to have stayed in that top thirty and had his opportunities so to come on. So he sacrificed himself. He's he's sacrificed that, and that's that's a great club man. Yeah. And, yeah, I applaud him. Now, New South Wales Cup will be his last game this weekend, this Saturday at Belmore, and I'm going to go. Oh, good on you. I'm going to go. 
Haven't been to Belmore for a lot of years. I think 1998 might have been the last time. I was, I was out there. there. Got beaten by 50, uh, I think. Yeah. Well, I was out there just visiting um, a couple, uh, about a month or so ago. They've got, they got a great setup underneath all the training facilities okay. and everything. And, like, it's a bit run down in terms of, you know, the stands and stuff. But I'll tell you what, the Bulldogs have done a great job setting up internally. It's like, you know, it's, it's like the TARDIS, like Doctor Who's phone box. You, know, you look at it and you go, oh, there's not much. Then you walk in and it's like this beautiful office and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So they've done very well, the Bulldogs. Absolutely. Um, I remember last time we played at Belmore, it was the Gold Coast Chargers versus the Bulldogs. And we had a player called Chris Nahi. And he used to run with his knee up like Joseph mm. Sueli. And he Craig got, Smith. Yes, front rower. <laughs> and he got Solomon Amano right on the side of the head, knocked him out cold. Ooh. So we were all standing in a circle while the trainer was attending to Solomon Amano. And all of a sudden we heard this, woman, what are you doing? Chris Nahi, proud Kiwi boy, he turned around. Solomon Amano's mum had jumped the fence and attacked him with her handbag. <laughs> <laughs> Solo, he was one guy he didn't want to upset on a football oh, field, I tell you. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's get to some of your texts very quickly before we get to a break. Mm, well, uh, we've got here, oh, gee, I'm, I'm missing. Well, uh, well, we did ask the question about the best Kiwi players yeah, yeah. that could play Origin. Jared McCracken. Yes. Oh, yeah, he would have been good. Obviously, we mentioned Warrior Hargraves would be great in Orange. Just imagine some of the stinks he'd get into. She has from Toronto Rod. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Boys, Olsen Filipina used to grow eight inches in a rep jumper. He would have been a gun. He was unbelievable. Mate, I remember he? watching him play for the Tigers oh, back in the day. He was terrifying. His, I was book, like a... his book, Olsen, mm. is one of the great reads. Yeah. It's an amazing book. He, um, in a test match, can you remember, he absolutely tailed up Wally Lewis coming yep. out of reserve grade and towelled up the king one day in a test match. Yeah. JWH, end of story. Yep. Rooster Muzz. <laughs> yeah. uh, Braden is one of our lure listeners in WA in Perth. G'day, boys. Enjoy the show as always. Thank you. A New Zealand player who I think would go well in origin would be the one and only Benji Marshall. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, with his high work rate and his damaging run, what Mark Graham. Oh. Would have been great on Origin side for either state in the in his prime in the early eighties. Imagine the damage he would cause running off Wally or Sterling. Oh, that's, that's here from Freshwater. Stop the fight! What a yeah. great player. Yeah, We've got yeah, another yeah. one here from Mark Ryan. This is from uh, Chef Ryan. Evening boys, New Zealand player that we've dominated. Olsen, yep, R.I.P. Ruben Wiki, I agree. Mark Graham wouldn't have let a try in for mine at any stage of the game. Yeah, he was he was mm. outstanding. Now, what about this one, Adrian from Rouse Hill? Yep, one of our smartest listeners. Joey Manu, the best player in the world at fullback for either side. He should wear the number one jumper in every side he plays in. Manu runs for 400 metres and makes a dozen tackle busts every time he plays fullback. He, 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 yeah, I, I, I like him in the centres. Yep. I just, I just like the fact that he's, a, he's got a little bit more freewheeling ability out of the centre position. There's not so much structure put around him at fullback. Um, yeah, I, I like him as a centre. I can't agree with you saying he should be fullback in every team. 171 says Joey Manu also. Now, this one close to your heart. Now, mm. I'll talk about one of these players first. I played under 21s against this back row from New Zealand. And then all our rug, all our careers, because we're basically around the same age, Stephen Kearney, mm. good r- free running, great offload, beautiful player, Tarawa Nikau. Tarawa Nikau, mate. One of you the greatest him, humans. You? Yeah. Just absolute legend of a bloke. I remember a night out in, um, <laughs> I remember a night out in London with him. We we went over to the World Club Challenge, and he'd just come back from the UK. He'd been playing over there, and he signed with the Sharks, and we went over for the World Club Challenge. 
and he wasn't going to come out with us. And we get to the um, the train station where it leads. We're catching the train down to London. T rocks up, pair of white like white jeans, white muscle shirt. He's mad flowing locks, <laughs> yeah. and he was wearing a g string. <laughs> and I can confirm it. <laughs> it was wearing white pants. It wasn't a good look. Uh, and mate, I'll tell you what I loved about T. T was the first guy that you know he. he, he he showed me that, man, it doesn't matter. Like, be yourself. doesn't matter what, you know, like, your mates will be your mates. Be yourself. Who you cares know? how they judge yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, mate, he was just such a bloody legend. They, I'm led to believe his 1999 halftime speech amongst a small group of players, the grand final Melbourne Dragons, yeah. was Churchillian-like. More or less said, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to turn this game in our favour. And he did. He went out in the second half, and both he and Stephen Kearney and, and Brett Kamali were just... Dynamic. Uh, before we get to the break, Daniel from Prairiewood, he's also one of our scholars, our Sports Day scholars. Mm. Listening on the SEN app, Sats and Rat. Kia ora to our New Zealand brethren. Welcome to the madness that is Sports Day. A penny for one's thoughts from our New Zealand audience about the Aero Commission flagging New Zealand will host their first ever State of Origin game in 2027. I think such a venture will help assist growing rugby league in New Zealand. Can't agree anymore. Mm. And rekindling interest in the sport post-COVID. The sight of a sold-out Eden Park would be great to see. A 6pm kickoff would still be booked into the eastern seaboard at 8pm. Daniel from Prairiewood. Yeah, I can't agree more. I, I would love to see an origin over there. And I'll tell you, I know that the Kiwis don't have you know, a, a, a runner in the race. Yep. But I know that they would love the passion and the energy that it's played with. And, you know, Daddy Vass mentioned you could have a curtain raiser, North Island versus South Island. So play it on a Saturday night or a Sunday. Oh, it could be. Shut down the NRL games. I mean, and say so NRL players from North and South Island oh, as man. a curtain raiser. Could you imagine that? Well, I, see, I, this show brings up all these I, great the ideas. The South Island, hey? I, I think the South Island being, you know. It, 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 limited players. Limited players. It'll be like the Queensland. Yep. Sort of like the oppressed state of rugby league that. The, the North Island there, that's where all the, you know, the big clubs Taranaki are. Rugby Hardcore. Taranaki Hardcore. <laughs> South Auckland, the rugby, the hardheads from, you know, that love it. It, it would be amazing. Yeah. It, it could start something. Yep. It, it really could. Let's get to a break, and after the break, we'll get to more of your text messages. This is Sats and Rap for Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yes, this is Sports Day. And let's get to some of your text messages. Before we get to our our hard workers from the weekend in the NRL, thanks to Boom Logistics. Now, text from Jared in Christchurch. Yeah, Second yeah. last one there, Matt. He's a big fan of Twitter Nickow too. He says, how about Twitter Nickow playing lock for the Mighty Blues? Any era, awesome player, great mullet for the bonus points. Jared from, Christchurch. Jared from Christchurch. I love Christchurch. Oh, um, really good band. There's a really good pub band that comes out of Christchurch called The Exponents. My wife, who was a South Island Kiwi from Omaru, she, um, yeah, she brought them to my attention. Mm, mate, when I was playing rugby, yep. um, mate, the, the Crusaders, the, the, the scribe used to come to games. Uh, you know, remember the rapper, the rapper scribe? Yeah, yeah he's from Christchurch. I think he mentions a lot of the. the Is he the one who says, "Not too many wrong, a roll yeah. like this"? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're not a rapper. Right? Not many, no, if, if any. any. Not <laughs> many. That's, that's it. him. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great class, Christchurch. Of course. Yeah, it's awesome. 
of course, the, the earthquake really, really knocked, um, around, yeah, yeah. knocked around Christchurch and all the surrounding areas. I've got to say, when last time I was, one of the times I was in Christchurch, they'd set up this shopping precinct, but it was all um, shipping containers. Yeah, they right. turned this one area all into shipping containers, and it was a, a really well thought out. Um, well, they won't fall over. A retro, yeah, mm. sort of shopping precinct because mm. a lot of the other, other areas were so affected. So um, if you're in Christchurch, Jared, or anyone that's listening, um, plus six one, four five seven seven three six seven three six. Is that still there? The shipping container shopping precinct. I don't know. I'm not we sure. used to stay at Clearwater Resort just outside of town, and it had these beautiful Is golf this resorts. The Waratahs yeah, and the Waratahs, yeah, and, yeah. And there was these streams that would go through it, and we, we could go on. You could practice. They would teach you how to trout fish. You know, in these streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all like, go, oh, let's go and give this a crack. You know, mate, we spent two hours <laughs> on a rugby field casting down the field. I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to play golf. <laughs> I want to cast in the water or go and play golf. Don't, I don't want to be standing here casting for two hours on the, on the field. It was See, painful. the number twos, the number twos, the, the hookers could practice the casting and also the line-out throw. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. nice. Perfect. Let's get to our hard workers from the NRL on the weekend. Tough, hard, rugged, grit. No nonsense. It's the stuff that makes a player. The Weekly Workhorse. Yeah, it's always the ones that don't stand out when it comes to scoring points. And this is brought to you by Boom, delivering lifting solutions with scale and precision. Who stands out for you for hard workers, right? Well, I've got a couple this week. Um, Luke Metcalf uh, for the Warriors. Yes. Um, just had a way of a game. I can't believe Cronulla let him go. Yeah, but anyway. uh, it was – I think he saw more opportunity over there. Um, yeah, yeah. I was sort of in the – I didn't have anything to do with it, but I was with his agent when it was all going down. And, um, you know, the Warriors saw, you know, a lot of upside in him and, and they, they put an offer on the table that – Blew the Sharks one out of the water and, and the Sharks were, were nice enough to release him. They could have held on to him, um, but they saw, you know, that they had Braden Trindle there, obviously, and, um, you know, I think they just signed Nico Hines. So they were pretty comfortable. Um, He's the quickest 5 eighth in the comp. Oh, mate, how, how good is he? Yeah. yeah. And, and like I said, to have that dual threat on either side of the ruck that is as potent yeah, yeah. as each other, it's, mm. it's huge. And then... Jaden Campbell, I couldn't go past Jaden Campbell. He just, you know, ran three hundred and fifty-one meters, and everything that happened for the Titans positively on the weekend was basically based off, you know, a run prior to him. Oh, I was looking at his stats. Mm. His his average play the ball speed was was like two and a half seconds. The only Titan player to be under three seconds. So not only is he because they can't get a shot on him, sets. You know what I mean? Like he's even though he's slightly built, it's. Like his, his father, Preston, mm. he picks a line and he accelerates into, into it, it and the speed brings you power and it's hard to dominate. I, I, will, I will say when he was playing 5-8, he did wear a couple. Yeah. Um, but when he's playing at the back and he's just got that little bit more space and he can sort of sit off the back and just pick his times. But he was, he was phenomenal. I mean, what a, what a, what a, it's a, it's a, it's a problem for the Titans mm. because they've got AJ and they got him. Yeah. Like it is a, it's a genuine problem because it's going it to, it's a good cre- problem. It's a good problem, yeah. but it also can create some disharmony there, Sats, because some players might want Jaden there, some players might want AJ there, or one player gets disgruntled, the other player, you know, has got the job. Um, you know, like I said, I, I think you've got to have them both on the field. Mm. Um, how you utilize it, I don't know. I, you know, I think you could play, you, you could play AJ yep. as a 14, and you could have Jaden at the back. Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. No. Zip it right no, now. No, no, no. Or 
Put a, just put AJ in the number 13 and play him as a loose forward. Like Where's the, he going to defend? You don't want him to no, be making 25 well, well, you, tackles no, a game. No, you don't. So defend him in the centres and put Aaron Shoup three Stop in. Stop yelling at me. Stop jumping across. No, I'm just saying. I, but it, but it's, about, it's about what's best for the team. Yeah. And you've got to have them both from the field. And I just think I could imagine AJ playing a very similar role to what he plays now. I'll be uh, playing AJ in the centres. I'll be playing uh, Jaden in the centres. You'd be playing Jaden in the centres. Uh. Exactly like Tim Sheens did with Benji Marshall when he first came into first grade in his first full season. Well, well, I guess Put him he, at centre and just took him away from all that that frontline stuff but had him still heavily involved in – in it was uh, it was about the the quality moments as opposed to the quantity of moments. Do, do you see do you see a rugby league side as a thirteen man side or a seventeen man side? Seventeen. It's seventeen, right? Yeah, absolutely. The uh, fourteen is one of the most important players yeah, in your side. Absolutely. Now. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that's I mean AJ could be that guy. Yeah. I mean I, you, I said it before the season started and I'm saying it again. Yeah. I just think it could work. When you said it there, you were an idiot, and you're an idiot now. So, so. Uh, my hardest worker for Boom is Sean Johnson's wife. She's working hard. She's carrying the load at the moment. I mean, literally, because she's about to give birth to a second child. Sean Johnson, they didn't know whether he was going to play on mm. the weekend, but she said, you know what? Go. Go forth for my on, husband. What a, yeah, what, a, what an amazing What a woman. champion. Yeah. And Toby Sexton arriving at the Bulldogs on a Monday and then involved in their – their win on the weekend against the Bunnies as well. Well done. Yeah, good Toby stuff. Sexton was good, wasn't he? Yeah, boom. Highly experienced in lifting services across construction, energy, infrastructure, and the mining industries. Now it's time for an injury update. Thanks to Boopa. Switch to Boopa. CanStar's outstanding value. Health insurance for 2022. Tommy Turbo. What's going on with him? Tommy Turbo? He's gone to a hospital with an infection. Oh, in his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's... Um, Look, he's had some complications with the surgery uh, with his pec. Yep. Um, look, I, I think he'll be all right. Um, I'm not sure that, you know, it's going to be anything to be too concerned about. It does happen from time to time. It might put him back a little bit, but he's not going to be playing this year anyway. It's yeah. just a matter of getting that sort of out and, and getting back on the road to recovery. And the Warriors, uh, one of your best players this year, Dylan Walker, new signing. He went off in the second half of the Warriors game. Yeah. Well, he, he's getting some scans um, on his arm. Yeah. So it's a bit Which, of a watch this space, yeah, isn't it? I mean, he's been good, hasn't he? Outstanding. Mm. Outstanding. The importance one, of a number 14. Won a comp so as a young centre at South Sydney in 2014. Lost his grand final wing, ring on the Monday in the Sydney Harbour. Harbour. Um, <laughs> but uh, but now as an experienced veteran, um, yeah, he's been outstanding for them. Mm. Yeah. And Haas, he's, he, Payne Haas, is, uh, they've... Broncos are confirmed. Um, he has an ankle injury, but he's hoping for around 21 returns. So. He was leading the Dally M's when it went behind closed doors. Yeah. Front rowers never won the Dally M. Yeah. Do you think he can? Absolutely. He's being out now. I mean, yeah. oh, he's got plenty of time to yep. play. Uh, that's an injury update. Thanks to Boopa. Join almost 4 million Australians. Prepare for life with Boopa because life happens, sats and rat for sports day. Welcome to our New Zealand listeners. It's very exciting. And we're going to get to more of your texts. Actually, before we go to, go to the break, let's let's read one more out here. My Kiwi pick for the New South Wales side, big Jared Warrior Hargraves, the big dog. We needed someone like that the last few years. Go the Blues. Jay the Crying Dragon. I've got a couple there for Kurt Sorensen. Mick from Maurice says Kurt Sorensen as well. And uh, also Olsen Filipana, Kenny to the centres. King Wally would be known as the court jester. Wally from Drew. Mm. There's three players I could think who have dominated state of origin. Gary Freeman. Mm, he, he would have been good in origin. The Wiz. 
He would have got amongst them, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, hey? Sonny Bill North Williams. North Tiger boy. That's the first Sonny Bill Williams we've heard. Yeah. How did we not have him in there? He would have destroyed Origin. Oh, Absolutely mate, destroyed it. And yeah, Benji the best Mark. part about him, mm. not, oh, outstanding player, but from all reports, just a tremendous guy to have around a side as well. And that's mm. what Origin's about, isn't it? It's yeah, about yeah. the character. Well, it's, a, well, it's about, you know, bringing the team together in that yep. short period of time to go out there and bleed for each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get to the break, breaking news, Dylan Brown has accepted, the Parramatta's Dylan Brown has accepted his seven-game ban and fine from the NRL as the Eels get set to deliver further punishments to him as well. So it's NRL, then Parramatta. Uh, the Eels are set to fine Brown an additional $20,000 fine. That's to go with his $40,000 fine, half of which is suspended uh, by the NRL. And this is obviously after Dylan Brown pled guilty to two counts of sexual yeah. touching. Mm. So he's already served a few weeks. So the seven weeks you would think would include it does. games already missed. Yeah, yeah. So I think he got off light. Oh, yeah, got off so light. Yeah. He got off so light. I mean, I'd be buying a lot of ticket if I was in. Kia Top 7 is up next. And in the Kia Top 7, there is a little bit of New Zealand flavour as well. Let's get to the break. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, this is from all the great performances over the weekend. Kia, the official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Kick us off, Rat. What's number seven? Number seven, Sione Katoa. Ball right hand side to the V-top. Ball right hand side to the V-top. Kennedy goes away to Ramey and picked up Katoa. Katoa, Katoa. Scores in the corner. Sharks on the board. Davey Warner got four. And now Katoa gets four. He's outstanding. Great oh, finish. Great I had finish money though. on him the week before. No, I didn't score. Win some, win some lose more. Mm. Didn't score. Uh, number six. This man has been likened to the skipper of the Rabbitohs, Cam Murray. He is, he is a very good player, this young man. His name's Talis Duncan. Full field effort from the kickoff as the Bunnies. They beat the Doggies, but he went from the try line to the other end of the field. It's Talis Duncan, straight through for South, off late, Burgess inside, Duncan back in support, and he can run, have a look at this, have a look at this, another star is born, in play one, 18 minutes of first grade. He's an outstanding young player. When he got the ball back, I, th- I thought he was, he started to look for support and realised, oh, I've got some space here, and he put his foot down, and no one, no one made a yard on the cover, yeah. He, he had some speed, didn't he? He's a good player. Number five. Number five, Luke Metcalf shows what he can do with a dazzling display against uh, Steve's Eels. Last tackle. Metcalf sizes it up, takes the ball, reaches out and scores. Luke Metcalf gets over. He is an outstanding young player. I can't yeah. wait to see what he's like in four or five years' I, time. I'll tell you what, though. It... it, it you get a couple of injuries in that Eels team. They're a different team. Yeah, you know? absolutely. No Moses, yep. no chance. Gutho's the man. Yeah, yeah. He's the energy bunny, yep, isn't yep. he? Mm. Number four, now he had an afternoon out, this young man. Blake Wilson in the Bulldogs. Well, they were able to flip the result from the week before against Newcastle Knights. He bagged a hat trick. 
Now for Sexton. Drifts across. Gets the ball away. Burns does the same. Back to Wilson. Wilson has three. Wilson. <laughs> number three yeah. there, Rat. Number three. This is for all you uh, new Kiwi listeners for us. The All Blacks avenging their uh, their defeat of from from the Pumas a year earlier, uh, beating the Pumas by 41 points to 12 as Ollie McKenzie sets up Bowden Barrett with the old run-around play. Now the All Blacks are wrap around again and Ollie McKenzie accelerating into space, clears it away. Barrett, Bowden Barrett's in. Super slick. McKenzie with his depth and his speed. Bowden Barrett, there's another one for rugby league. Oh, mate, bring him on. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, now the UFC. If you love the UFC, see, I love my boxing New Zealand fans. If just uh, the Australian fans know how much I love my boxing. I also love the UFC, and mm. there was a big fight card yesterday. Not only two Australians fighting on it, Robert Whitaker, Alex Volkanovsky, but also the Kiwi, Dan the Hangman Hooker. Now, it was an absolute brutal battle, this one. And the Kiwi, well, he got the result in the end. But after the fight, Joe Rogan asked him in the post-match fight uh, interview, you got a little bit of an injury. Broke your arm. This is, this is what his response was. Pig, did you break your arm at some point in the fight? Just a scratch. We have to see. <laughs> uh, tough Kiwi. Mate, yeah, Broke, yeah. Like clean break. I think, I think it was Buck Shelford who, who um, was, was an all-black, tells a story about getting rucked. And he's like rucked in the groin, testicle, yeah. And his testicle ripped it, didn't ri- it? Ripped it out, yeah. And um, he just kept playing and <laughs> noticed it after the game. It's like oh. they breed him tough over there. Oh, mate. God, tough. number one, yep. um, Alex, the great Volkanovski, retains his undisputed featherweight UFC belt with a convincing win over the Mexican Rodriguez. You know, he was he fought with a chipped bone in his elbow. He was so dominant. There's not really anyone left in his weight category. There's no one. He's the greatest featherweight of all time. That's Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo. That's all of them involved. Yep. Um, he's the best of all time. So much so, he is such a draw card that Dana White, the CEO of the UFC, has said, you've got a green card, a green light. You can do whatever you want. Whoever you want to fight, we'll put it on. He should go beat the snot out of Conor McGregor. Just for a massive payday. Well, he's got a fight coming up. Mm, he does. Michael Chandler. Yeah, he does. But yeah. whether they, they're not even sure that'll go ahead. Yeah. But I'll, I will say, um, man, he was so impressive. I was nervous with that fight. You know, watching the the highlights of Rodriguez before that fight and thinking, gee, this guy can hit from anywhere. He's got long limbs. And you saw him sort of throw some early kicks. Thought, oh, because it took him a little while to warm in. But once he got hold of him, he just absolutely schooled him on the ground, then schooled him standing up and then took him to the ground. It was just a master class, wasn't it? It was like a men amongst boys, wasn't well, it? Yeah, and, he's, and he looked like the boy amongst yeah, yeah. the men. He's five foot six. Yeah. The other guy was six foot two. Yeah. Uh, Cletus from Tianau says, Hi, guys. Talking of the Warriors, it was on this day in 1985 that the Rainbow Warrior was bombed in Auckland Harbour. Can you remember Rainbow Warriors? A green piece boat. Yeah, yeah, it, was like the, it was like the flagship boat for mm. for Greenpeace. It was, it's on a... a from memory, it was on its way. It was on its way somewhere around nuclear testing, and it was taken out. Yeah, on this day, July ten. Thank you very much for that, Cletus. Mm. Good, 
marched down, or it's not a nice day in history. We know that. Uh, is there a couple more texts there, Rat, we can get to before we yeah. get to a break? What about the Kiwi firebrand, Brandon Tudor? Oh, yeah. Would be a, sh- a short career, though, I'd imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yep. Evening, gentlemen. It's Bruce from Blacksmiths here. I'll give you three of the best New Zealand players. Hugh McGahn, Mark Graham, Stephen Kearney. I think we might have read that one. But... Hugh McGahn. Hugh McGahn. What a leader. Mm. Watini Zalesniak could replace any of them. Rabbit Burrow tomorrow. Well, the way he's playing. At the moment, he would definitely be in conversation, wouldn't he? G'day, Rat Daddy Vass on our Kiwi Cousins. Gee, I will have to introduce my Kiwi. No, we've, we've already got you on, Glenn. We can't get you to do a Kiwi accent. No. Um, what about evening, gents? New Zealand players that would have had a crack at origin. Kevin Tarmody would have oh, had yeah. a crack. Yeah, he was a New Zealand mm. boxing champion too, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he, he had a crack at uh, Greg Dowling, yeah. didn't he? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's famous, isn't he it? He would have to play for New South Wales then because Greg Dowling wouldn't want to play with him. <laughs> St. Boy 2HD, Mark Graham. Roger Tuivasa-Sheck would have done well in origin. Mm. Yep, absolutely. What about this? Uh, oh, man, I've lost it. Uh, Matthew Ridge. Matthew Ridge. Now, this yeah. is from, from a Kiwi, from Ryan. Chair Ryan, he yeah. says. He was a dog, Matthew Ridge. You're a soft rat. What a dog he was from a Kiwi, Shay Ryan. Come on. Well, he know, was competitive. He was, yeah, he certainly played. Uh, he did rub people up the wrong way. Uh, but, but he played in that, that, that uh, manly side yeah. in the mid-90s, mate. They were pretty confident. Craig Innes, yeah. the centre. Terry Hill. Um, Craig, there you go. Craig Innes. All black. All, all black. Came across the rugby league. And mm. I don't think gets the recognition from gun. a rugby league perspective of how good he was. I remember playing against those guys. And, and what I, a lot of you New Zealand listeners might know this, but I grew up playing rugby. Like, I, play, I played rugby from 13 to 17. And I, I didn't want to leave rugby. But I, but it wasn't professional. And, you know, when you're a 17-year-old kid and you get offered money and then <laughs> to play rugby league or you get uh, you get offered a job and, mm. you know, we, you can find you some work. I, I chose to go to rugby league. But so when I, when I play, came up against these guys, I knew exactly who they were. And I was so excited to meet them and play against them. And they were brutal to play against. So, um, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Now, uh, Shotto from Cairns says Steve Kearney would have been outstanding in origin. Obviously, he would have played for Queensland for two reasons. Melbourne, where he played, is not in New South Wales. And I believe he holidayed on the Gold Coast for five days as an 11-year-old. So that makes him eligible. Yeah, he's in. Shotto. He's in, Shotto. That's how I got in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. What about replace Mitchell Moses with Benji Marshall, Chris 5-6 or 56? Mm. Uh, Rooster Rooster Moses got a – he says, rat, worm and rat, I say the best warrior so far this year is someone neither of you have mentioned, a young fella – from Gerringong, New South Wales, Jackson Ford. Been really good, Rooster Muzz. He has. He's been but really good. It's those players, that's why they're doing so well, right? It's, it's allowing your, your, your um, Luke Metcalfs, it's yep. allowing your Sean Johnsons to, to give them that space to play because of what these guys are doing. You know? yep. So, yeah, certainly doesn't go unnoticed. We just spoke about the breaking news on Dylan Brown accepting the, the NRL's uh, punishment. Also, the Parramatta one has got to be able to come in as well. Worman Rat. Regarding Dylan Brown, I think you should get it right. Brown changed his plea to guilty. Rooster must, yeah. What, what would you say? doesn't matter. Like, he's he's still copying a suspension, which he should. Mm. Absolutely. I'm not sure what, what, that, what that meant. Yep. And a couple of the listeners here saying they should have thrown a couple of more games on top of it of what have, he's already got. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting hammered by Bondi Jack here. Right, when you play 1,800 metres up on the Kyle Felt, at Johannesburg, the crazy Afrikaans would have all told you it's the high feld, meaning high field, not the high veld. Just like Us van der Westhausen and Kepler Vessels.
So why are you unaware of this? He's, <laughs> a, he's always so confrontational, Bondi He is. Jack. He gives it to me. It's probably where he lives. Well, well, what, what I will say is, it is, a, it is a scary place to play. Yeah. Um, you rock into those stadiums and they are, they're foaming at the mouth, the fans. They're, yeah. they're excited. Uh, let's get to a break. And after the break, we'll wrap the show up. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, train the sport you play, and Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Well, it's been an exciting day for Sports Day, introducing our and no, New Zealand is. and New Zealand listeners into the family. A quick text here: it says because Worman Rap, because Germ Junior actually missed the corner post stumps during the try celebration, he should also have to chuck in ten thousand like Sports yeah. Bet did. So yeah, try July is is donations being put in for every try scored, every try celebration, which is going towards Daniel Anderson, Nathan Stapleton who have had very bad spinal injuries. So we, you were just telling me something off air. Well, sports better have said if, if either new, anyone from New South Wales or Queensland do the hand grenade. Like in 2000. Like in 2000, what Brian Fletcher did yep. to us when we were getting pumped. Uh, they'll donate 50K. 50K? 50K. Do you think – I don't think Queensland would do it. And nah. New South Wales, and New South Wales, in a, even if they win the game, are they in a position to do it? I don't, I don't, like, think, I don't think so. I don't think they'll get in a position to do because it. Because it's so. a great cause. I hope it happens. Oh, so do I. 50K. Yeah. Uh, Michael from Dremoyne really quickly says, just saying, guys, would you play Warner in the next test or drop him? It depends. Uh, for me, Michael, I think it depends what the pitch is going to be. If it's going to be green and a bowler's pitch, I'd probably leave him out. Mm. I'd name him in the squad and make it the decision like they do just before yeah, the coin Yeah, I think you've got toss. to keep Marsh in there, don't you? And if green comes back, play the two. Well, the options I've got is is that Travis Head can play mm. play opener. Let's go. Uh, New Zealand listeners, this is the favourite part of the show. <laughs> On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. <laughs> I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is This actually sex. isn't a joke. It actually happened on the weekend because a mate of mine walked into a bar. He was telling me and there's a horse serving drinks. And the horse asked him, what are you staring at, mate? Haven't you ever seen a horse, like, tending a bar before? My mate said, no, it's not that. I just never thought the parrot would have sold the place. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Thank you very much to New Zealand listeners uh, for the first night on Sports Day. It's great to have you on board as part of the family. Thanks to Monty Beetham. And tomorrow night, we know we promised it tonight, but we push it tomorrow night. We're going to have Queensland assistant coach Josh Hannay.